Well, he's not an old man. He took the form of an old man. Yeah. But as human... Was yeah. he not an old alien? Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I think, was the oldest alien of the group, but was the youngest human form. And Bill Shatner was the giant floating head. Was the giant floating head. Or not floating head, just the gi- big giant head. I tuned out. <laughs> Welcome to Filmhouse, everybody. This week's episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. My name's Daniel. I've got my friends Alana, James, and Adam with me this week. Mm-hmm. Hello. We are going to talk about It Chapter 2. So in case you didn't know, Pennywise has returned 27 years after the Losers Club thought that they had beat him. The Losers are now split up. They've left Derry and barely remember their traumatic childhood experiences. So they must get back together and conquer their fears in order to defeat Pennywise once and for all. Uh, so we got to see an early screening of it, which I had a blast at. I mm-hmm. hope you guys did too. Oh, good time. Absolutely. Um, good time. What y'all think? I don't know. I, I after seeing it just a couple of weeks ago, James forced me to. Um, he keeps saying I, that. <laughs> sent me a text and he said, "Can we watch it?" <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a blast. I loved it, yeah. and um, the second part kind of left me. I don't know. Feeling strange. I didn't quite love it as much as yeah, I loved. Question for part the room: one. Did everyone watch the TV series? Yes. No. no. I was terrified by the commercials. When I, I was feel a kid. like your enjoyment of this film is sort of based on whether you, the same way you feel about that TV series, because the first half of that series is pretty awesome, just like the first movie. Second half, it's not very good. It's, hmm. it's well, not fun. I, the like second when they movie, become adults. But the second movie, People I thought say was, that about the book too. I think. I was saying, yeah, Elise isn't just, here. Yeah. Elise read the book. Has read the book. I haven't read the book. I am familiar with it through Wikipedia articles <laughs> and uh, and the miniseries and stuff like that. So I'm kind of like I get it. I feel like the general consensus is the book's strength and weaknesses are the same. So one of the cool things about it is it's this really great story of these kids going on like a, dealing with like a f- very frightening Goonies type adve- adventure or a deal uh, ordeal in their youth, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where most stories would end. But what makes Stephen King Stephen King is that he was like, what if that's just part of the story? Mm-hmm. What if I then told the rest of the story about how kids would th- grow into adults and then try and uh, like not deal with that trauma but ultimately you need to face that trauma before you can grow as people and like that's what I think makes it such a memorable yeah. important work but I also think that extra bit is never as good as the heart of the story which are the kids and so anytime it's moved into a new media in this case mostly TV and, and film I think you're always going to kind of be stuck with this situation where the kids' story is so, it's so consolidated. Oh, and that's what I connected to, yeah. I guess, yeah. is these kids. It's just, mm-hmm. But it's also, it's a story. It's, it's, it stands on its own. You could watch the first It and never have to ever think about it mm-hmm. ever again. Mm-hmm. But this movie you can't watch without the other. There, It's a companion piece, you sure. know? So it's, it's a weird situation. You're kind of already setting the finish line a little bit further away. Yeah, I think... You're, you're right 100% in it. Uh, it's also probably difficult for anyone to like part two more than part one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like that's yeah. a hard call to make. But well, um, Despite having like 10 times the cast. Yeah. Like, like the al- I mean, acting talent from those adults is crazy. Bill but I still Hader might be my favorite part of the movie. I thought he was fantastic. He was just My favorite incredible. actor anyway. He absolutely killed it. Uh, the, but so did the kids. <laughs> the, the casting, I think, in both movies was impeccable. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so number one, getting all those kids thank god it wasn't just the cast from stranger things like <laughs> they only got one of them so that was they didn't lean too hard into that but then finding adults that acted like oh those gosh. kids and then looked like those kids but then also were evolutions of those i don't yeah, know they, I, yeah. they, they took on some good. of the mannerisms that those child actors came i mean up i have with. a bunch of theories about about that and some of the things that i liked in the movie were some things that took me a while to realize there were things that I didn't like that when I figured out what they were trying to do I was like oh actually I love that um, mm-hmm. my only complaint with the cast is I feel like because they were trying to act like these kids I didn't always feel like they had chemistry mm. I felt like the kids had chemistry the Absolutely. adults I did that, not feel yeah. that way well, and, and they had split up they were apart for so long maybe they had lost yeah. whatever made them friends but yeah I know. I, I think you're right. The kids had some sort of magic that those adult actors, who are clearly superior actors, weren't able to muster. Mm. But uh, even again, that even that's kind of just like a built-in flaw of the story itself. Yeah, agreed. Because you're supposed to see these children who find each other in this most desperate of times, mm. right? 
Whereas the whole point of the second part of the story is people who have grown apart and honestly, like, manage to live very separate lives. Mm -hmm. They're at different points where they don't need these other people. But it is weird watching it as a movie because you want your cast to have chemistry with each other and they just don't. And that makes sense for the story, but it's harder to watch. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's a really weird situation. I mean, but there, there was even rom- a romantic thing that, in theory, they should have had chemistry that I just didn't buy at all. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There are parts that I was just like, mm, but that's the only <laughs> issue that I have with them. Yes, they look the same, and yes, a lot of their mannerisms are the same, but mm-hmm. they didn't click with each other too the, well. The miniseries kind of felt like that too, actually. Mm-hmm. And th- that's sort of the that's where my brain keeps going to, where I'm like. I remember just being so bored in the second part because the first part is so good on in that show for its time. Mm-hmm. I, maybe it's not aged as well, but no, it hasn't. If, if if I recall, it's mostly them just sort of walking around, and then at one point, one of the characters' wife, like his wife, comes into town, and Pennywise is like working at a gas station, and he's like, "Come on to Dairy," and then he looks into the deadlights, and then that becomes a, a subplot that they. I'm glad they didn't include in the film because mm-hmm. it just goes nowhere but, and then she goes catatonic and then to save her he has to like take her on his bike and they just I'm like why are oh, we oh yeah it, it's just like why do we oh, I hated what they, that it, like it all that that whole thing culminated with him giant like fighting like a giant puppet mm. <laughs> it's just like this sucks yeah. I'm, I'm not digging this and then isn't it the part where he tries to hit him with uh, the spray well so so the main things that I always <laughs> remembered about the it miniseries were it's battery acid scum Mm-hmm. And then, as a kid, he sprays Pennywise in the face with his inhaler. Um, his inhaler, and it, and he believes it's battery acid, so he goes ah, <laughs> and then freaks out. But then he tries again as an adult, and he but it's since he's an adult, he doesn't actually truly believe it, so it, it's not as powerful a weapon. And then so it doesn't work, and then he dies. <laughs> Are the two <laughs> things I remember. And then also I remember a head in a fridge. <laughs> Checks out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, so um, we are we are trying to remain slightly spoiler free. I was a, talking about the miniseries. For a few more minutes. Minutes. Yeah, right. referring for, to the miniseries. Well, also, just clarifying for the audience. Um, I will say it without super spoilery stuff. Um, I had read a thing about what was in the original script from uh, was it what's the direct the uh, true detective guy, Fuka, uh, Fukunaga. Fukunaga. Yeah, he had written a bit that I've only read about. I actually, never read the script, but because I wanted to see them do it. But it's supposed to be like sort of the not the origin of Pennywise, but a like 18th century ver- like a, a skeletal sort of like hmm. uh, spider-like creature that's all flesh that's like eating a baby. Isn't the Dark Tower? Doesn't the Dark Tower explore the origin of Pennywise? It, I In believe a, it does. Yeah, I mean Pennywise or the magic like, turtle thing. Yeah, because yeah. I mean Dark Tower is sort of the the center of everything, so yeah. it all comes from there anyway. But like uh, even in the new. Uh, the dark, the Dark Tower movie. There is a like Pennywise reference. Uh, reference, but it's really it's just film? like a background Easter egg. Or? Yeah, I think the I think there's it was, a billboard. Oh, yeah, I think it's a billboard for Pennywise the Clown yeah. or something huh. like that. But th- that's it. Like, that could have been a fun thing. Yeah. Hey. Also, not in, in the movie. Uh, not, was it Pet Cemetery? There, the someone stuck in traffic going to Derry. Yeah. Nice. Did anyone see that? I did. I did um, see it, and I do remember. Right. Re- universe. I, I will just say that did one of the bigger. I guess. The part that made me feel a little empty with the movie was I was hoping for more, and they, they hint at it, but some more of like Pennywise backstory. Not that I need it necessarily. I, well, I think but this movie could have just flat out had more Pennywise in it. That would like, he was in the he was first the, one a lot, right? He was at the end, of course, like in the climactic action, but yeah. there were only a few little bits of him throughout the movie. I'll be honest, I love to, him. Yeah. And the scenes no, in me, both he, movies he, where he, he steals the show. And, yeah. and what they do to symbolize his frightening world is always very clever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of like it got bad towards the end, but like in Saw, you basically watch it to just see what the Saw Imagineers came up with to like <laughs> kill people this time. You're like, you're Whatever curious about Goldberg it. Machine. That's kind of what. Pennywise was in these movies where it's like, oh, I can't wait to see how he reinterprets this fear into something yeah. like physical. It's very creative, but he's also just endearing to watch. Like there are, I think that there's probably only one in chapter two, uh, an instance where he actually talks to a kid and you uh-huh. just see him talking to the kid. And I love mm-hmm. watching that. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's going to happen to the kid. It's probably not going to be great in most circumstances, yeah. but he's just so fun to watch. You, yeah. you see it in that trailer when he, he caps captures the little firefly and goes, hello, and he's yeah. like doing hello. that all, like, oh, yeah. Pennywise. Yes, Georgie. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I poor, want, poor I wanted to see more Pennywise through the ages. Like, I wanted, yeah. I, when they did that thing in the trailer, when they're like, 
that's my father. He was in the circus, you know. And I was like, oh, cool. We're going to see some stuff. Like, yeah. I didn't want that at all. I really <laughs> want to see I, that. No, I'm like, don't well, show me any Pennywise I, origin because I think not, it's not all like made said, up anyway. Well, no, not – but he took a form of a clown for a reason. And not, it was inspired by Stephen King because of John Wayne Gacy, mm-hmm. which oh. makes total sense because a clown is supposed to – give children a sense of I mean clowns are fucking scary but yeah. uh, it's supposed to make children be like oh fun play and that's how John Wayne Gacy kill people but I had that question why Why uh, does it present as a clown I just answered it well yeah. but <laughs> like, like because clowns. I think but he's like been on earth well, I, no I think I, he's I, been I, around for a long time I just think like there's yeah. always there's this implication in the first movie that like this town is infected with Pennywise right mm-hmm. right and so I think with that, there is a curiosity. There was, for at least me, a curiosity of why, like, why is it this town that's being infected and what has it done over the, over the centuries? And they've implied, like, there's one scene where the, the kid Ben is in the library in the first movie. And you yeah. kind of see, like, oh, well, there's this big, this, this egg festival and there's an explosion and a bunch of people died. And it's like, oh, is this linked to him somehow. Mm-hmm. It would. I'm he, kind of with Adam. I think I wouldn't have mind seeing a little bit more about like how the town has kind of evolved mm-hmm. over the ages. Well, I think it's, I mean, this is getting into law, but I think a lot of it is like part of, in the first movie, he also was like, every 27 years, a bunch of kids die. Yeah, so yeah. They, they go on that. But then I think a big theme of it is that they all forget. Everyone always forgets. Yeah. So yeah. like they could have shown us that in a movie, well, but I think I'm I'm fine with me just seeing him stand alone being creepy because I love him and I don't <laughs> need to know anything else. I, I like the idea that the the reason why people forget was sort of their deal with the devil, which is Pennywise only goes after kids, and that that goes innocent, back. Right? That, mm-hmm. That's what I think they were trying to establish in that original script, which is early like pioneers sacrificing their children to this this demigod, and that was sort of their pact was like wool. You can take the children as long as you leave us alone. And I mean, like that. Oh, they show freaking like old like pictures that. of him and during like the signing of the Declaration of I Independence. Think I just love the little pieces of law that aren't huh. filled in. But I, I, I get what you're saying. Just, um, I, I, just, I think part of it goes to the so the movie is two hours and forty something minutes long. Yeah, yeah. which it's long it flew by for me. Yeah, it didn't feel long to me at all. But that's a really long time. And if you're gonna pack a movie with that, I feel like there's. Stuff like that that I'm more curious about mm-hmm. than stuff that they did actually show me. I mean, we got a lot like, of flashbacks. Well, well we also that's got my main extended beef. sequences of people buying bicycles. Also <laughs> you know, true. like yeah. that was his. Oh, I know. I'm just <laughs> saying. Like, I was gonna say that, that is my, maybe my big beef with this movie is that so the the adults grew up and they forgot what happened to them, and we spend a giant chunk of this movie of them coming home. And remembering what mm-hmm. happened, and mm-hmm. hey, and, we've got to beat Pennywise. And, and, but and the movie I also, saw that I saw the first movie like two weeks ago. Yeah. I didn't need to see it again the, for an hour. The movie yeah. assumes you've forgotten too, which and is kind of year, like maybe. yeah, which I had, so it was very helpful. That's good. <laughs> I mean, it, too, it's like Endgame doesn't necessarily show you all the stuff Thanos did again to make sure you're up to speed. And like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it was weird. It felt like. Like, yeah, I get it. It's a sequel. Like, you're going to keep going. I don't need you to show me s- full scenes from the first movie again because mm-hmm. they did actually do that. But it, it, yeah. ju- it seemed a little bit like a step back to me. It's like, we're spinning our wheels mm-hmm. and we have a three-hour movie. The, we should have cut the, some of that. They had that and then it, the pacing was a little off too and it, it sort of scares for the sake of scares, which I guess maybe the first movie did do, but I remember yeah. it, I guess being in the shoes of a child makes it, more frightening. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like the world seems when it, when it's adult an adult being chased by Pennywise, you're like, okay, you know it 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 feeds on your fear, so just stop being afraid of it. You're well, an adult. You're I, I, so that's the thing that at the start of the movie that I wasn't buying into was, I mean, maybe this is spoilery. I don't know. Can we jump into spoilers now? Um, sure. <laughs> why, why, just okay. Yeah, we're doing spoilers. <laughs> well, 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 I, well, before we, I, I guess just. I would say go see it. Yeah. Before we spoil okay. it. For also, those. it's very funny. I feel like yeah. it is more of a comedy than a horror. Bill Hader freaking kills it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people keep saying Skarsgård kills it as Pennywise. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but they're like Oscar, give Bill Hader an Oscar. And I'm like, I thought he did amazing. Sure, maybe. Fantastic. Yeah. I don't if, know about if that. If we're okay with that. And, but uh, the guy that played Grown Up Eddie, James Ransone, I oh thought was God. also like a standout performance. Mm-hmm. I Cast, I casting, remember him since The Wire, but he's he is spectacular. Casting directors should get Academy Awards. <laughs> yeah. Because like. Do this one Obviously, they figured out this cast before. I don't think they announced it until after the mm. first movie came yeah. out. But it's clear that they were planning on making both.
both. Of course. And so they had a cast in place. But, geez. In the case of Eddie, it seems like the adult actor made the child act to do the scene and then copied him. Yeah, he might have. Which, there's a scene from, uh, like, the special features on Forrest Gump where Tom Hanks was not going to do the accent, the Forrest Gump voice. He was just going to do a Tom Hanks voice, but kind of slow. But they cast a kid who had this major southern drawl, and then he did some scenes side by side with him. I don't, for like screen tests or whatever. And then he was like, oh, that's a really good voice. And then he mimicked that mm. for the whole movie. The, so the Forrest Gump voice was invented by the kid actor. Interesting. Um, they did the same with Harry Potter. Uh, Bellatrix Lestrange uh, has yeah. to act as Hermione. So she actually had Emma Watson act the scene out and then copied her. Yeah. Why is that? So that she could act like Hermione acting like her. It's in Deathly Hollows Part 2 when she they take the polyjuice or whatever. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. it's... She, she's Yeah, but she's impersonating that. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's Helena yeah. Bonham Carter yeah, pretending to be someone. I was like, I was like is someone. Bellatrix Hermione's mom? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so, it's just a cool thing to watch. Um, yeah. So we can get to spoilers. I would say okay. also say go see this. Um, I, I it's mean, a, it's a fun yeah. movie. I had my problems with it. I didn't like it as much as the first part. Same thing. But it was it was still a fun the, ride, and I wanted to see how Pennywise. There's some got technical his. things I thought that maybe felt a little rushed. I remember when they announced before the movie came out, they're like, "Yeah, there's some flashbacks, and we we had to de-age the kids." Uh, you know, that's how it goes. It's like, yeah, yeah I wish no. I, there was a, there was some was, de-aging that didn't look it, it, It's like rivals X Men Last Stand. Professor, like, <laughs> smooth Picard coming in. Like, so, amazingly, yeah. uh, I didn't know that and didn't notice it at all. Really? Really? There oh, were, my gosh. There were some dodgy effects working this. There's, yeah. But the problem is it's a scene that, I like, ultimately I was like, I don't know that we needed to see that scene. But, yeah, it was yeah. like, yeah, there's some effects stuff. And they also hmm. pitch up the kids' voices. They did, did like, notice. like weird. weird voice pitching. And I was like, ah, you're a monster. Huh. I am, I'm looking forward to a version where it's both movies cut into one, like, four-hour movie. Yeah, yeah, I heard the director's doing that like three hundred ninety minute cut. Yeah, Damn. and I think you can cut some of the kid yeah, flashbacks. Yeah, I think I think out. it might actually be good because I think It'll you would get rid of some of the retreading ground. Yeah, if mm-hmm. everything would be fresh, and I think you would because, like, like you said, it was good that they reminded you what had yeah. happened. But if you just got it then, I think the pacing would probably overall be yeah. better. The way I understand it, it's just more of everything. I don't know if they trim much of it out, but they add a lot of deleted scenes. He's got two director's cuts, supposedly. Oh, wow. Right. Hmm. Show me that uh, Pennywise flesh spider. I mean, I think it's great. <laughs> like, it. Compared to a lot of Stephen King, it's way better than Pet Cemetery was. Um, it, it is. I mean, next to Shawshank Redemption and... The Green Mile. Well, those it, don't count. Okay, I'm How talking dare you? about those are Stephen King. And yeah, I know they okay. are, but I'm talking about classic Stephen King horror. It kind of defeats the purpose of being in a house of mirrors if you can't see yourself. Huh? <laughs> I mean, I loved Carrie. Virtual. Uh, uh, it's that way. So, if, oh, are we in, are we into spoilers? Uh, yeah. Well, let me let me do a little battery yep. okay. first. All right. Okay. Sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, where did it go? It's HelloFresh. <laughs> So instead of feasting on the fear of young children, check out HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. You can get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a simple reality, regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. From step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, you'll have everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. HelloFresh has exposed me to tons of delicious recipes I never would have attempted on my own. Break out of your dinner rut with 17 seasonal chef-curated recipes each week. There's something for everyone. From family recipes to calorie smart and vegetarian, and fun menu series like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers. Picky? Hectic schedule? HelloFresh fits your lifestyle. It's flexible. Easily change your delivery days, food preferences, and skip a week whenever you need to. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm a pork man. I'm big on the pig. I loved this week's cherry balsamic pork chops with garlic herb couscous and roasted broccoli. The chops were tender and delicious, and I learned how to make couscous for the first time. My favorite part of HelloFresh is learning how to make something new. So for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash FilmHouse80 and enter promo code FilmHouse80. That's $80 off your first month of HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash FilmHouse80 and then use the promo code FilmHouse80. Thanks, HelloFresh, for sponsoring us this week, letting us talk about Pennywise and It Chapter 2. Um, where's Pennywise? Is this straight? Does he show up in here? Where he at? Yeah, he seems to be. Oh, that went black. 
this is this is a fun thing I noticed. I missed him. Whenever whenever we do a podcast, (laughs) Dan curates a Ah, list. There he is. Is that Pennywise? Uh, Dan creates an entire like YouTube list, so we're just for audio listeners saying we watch a bunch of videos. But these are all things I avoid, like the plague Mm. before a movie Mm. that I care about. Ah. So now I get to watch these weird like some marketing department was like, what if we do a three like a three sixty video? (laughs) <laughs> to them, it's still the year 2014. Mm-hmm. The uh, best part I'm is the trailer it. rolling at the beginning in 3D. Yeah. But you're just in a room. <laughs> just well, it has following to provide it. the context. Yeah. yeah. I'm so confused. Um, anyway. Okay. So the thing that I oh, kept yeah. wanting oh, to say. Spoilers. Was, yeah, yeah. We're in first, spoiler territory. Everybody, if you're afraid of spoilers. Get out of here. Go watch the movie and come back. These are this spoilers. isn't a major spoiler, but we probably will have them soon. Um, at, at first, when I was watching it, I felt really strange about the adults being scared and the way that... Pennywise was represented to the adults was things that kids would be afraid of. Then as I was watching, I was like, wait, I feel like what's happened here is that intentionally, as soon as they went back to Derry, they reverted to children. Mm -hmm. The Hmm. things they're afraid of are things kids would be afraid of, like a scary old lady. And they all act like their childhood selves. And they they basically just like default to who they were in Derry. They are essentially different people before coming back. So So to me, I was like, okay, I get why it seems so childish and why the adults are afraid because they're still just those same fucking kids. And Mm -hmm. I think the whole point of that is they never dealt with their childhood trauma. So it's like, you will not grow through this until you deal with the childhood trauma. So we're going to force it on you so that you get through it. And then I was like, oh, no, I, I appreciate this a whole bunch. Yeah. That, that's got to be the theme of, of this movie is, yeah, yeah. is what happens to adults when there is some sort of traumatic event in their childhood. Well, also that they pushed it away and forgot about it exactly. and never they actually dealt with it. Well, I think that's most people. You don't deal yeah. with trauma. One of, my favorite, one of my favorite scenes is like basically one at a time they all get the call from Mike <laughs> saying like, hey, I'm pretty sure he's back. And uh, and so now we need to fulfill the pact we made at the end of the first movie. And when you see that he's called Bill Hader's character Richie, he's vomiting mm-hmm. over the side of a railing, just like like kind of physically repulsed by the idea of it. And then they show that he had gotten the call right before going on stage to do something terrifying, which is perform a stand-up comedy <laughs> set in front of like like. His special, like yeah. fifteen thousand people in a extremely popular venue or whatever, but he's not thinking about that. Yeah. He's thinking about what's actually frightening to him. So, yeah. like, kind of going back to what you're saying, like the thing that adults find frightening is not scary to him. Yeah, the thing that kids, kids find frightening exactly gave him a literal physical reaction. Yeah, I mean, the, so the similar thing happens to uh, girl to go Beverly. Beverly. <laughs> so to Beverly when. She gets the phone call. Uh, she is immediately a victim of domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. Same thing that happened to her when she was a kid. It's the exact same pattern of, of things that happened. And they all they all basically go through something traumatic as soon as they're brought back into Derry. And the movie starts in a really brutal way with some very intense homophobia. That, that might, ends might have been the most happening. brutal part of the whole movie, Yeah, it's actually, very unsettling. Like the and then to get domestic abuse so quickly after that is like, damn. But it's selling you on the impact of... 27 years later Pennywise is back you all have to deal with this mm-hmm. come along and I guess that whole theme that he's corrupted Derry and everyone who's going to Derry and the fact that they're all coming back there is just like yep everything's fucking awful mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's it's interesting it's I mean I think it's really good I think there's just some parts of it that I'm like it's it, I don't know it's a weird execution I, I was I, I think Dan you were in the car with us when you were driving home and I said that with like diving Olympic diving, you if you attempt a more difficult dive, there's not necessarily greater leniency, but there's a greater ceiling on the points you can acquire for that dive as opposed to att- attempting a very simple dive and mm-hmm. executing it perfectly. Like so I think this movie was a very difficult dive. And I don't think that it nailed it, but I do think that it came pretty Close, yeah, yeah, and it's way better than if they had tried to simplify the story or dumb it down or make it weaker in some ways, and then been like, "Hey, that was easy, you know, it's a horror movie, whatever." Pennywise right. is just scaring people again, you know. <laughs> no, like, I mean, I, if they I, tried to make it one movie instead of two, well, just or, just or in, cheated, just in terms yeah, of they lead more into it. Oh, it's just a scary movie and I, not exploring. No, I, the I definitely feel like the stuff. fact that it was them being afraid of the shit they were afraid of as kids, like it's exactly the same for Eddie. It's mm-hmm. the exact same thing. Yeah, it shows that he just never grew out of it. I feel like all. 
of that stuff is is smart. They could have been a lot dumber with it. I, mm-hmm. I just ultimately everything feels the the feeling I felt over and over. Obviously, you were saying the theme of the movie is trauma. The theme I felt was like aimlessness or pointlessness. Like it wasn't like we need to stop Pennywise before he. It's something like if he eats another thirty kids, he'll he'll live forever or something like that. It was just sort of like everyone's sort of meandering, and then they had this like sort of Horcrux storyline of like we must find random objects yeah. that we have we need our totems we have arbitrarily decided like is that something they mentioned in the first movie no that's totems? that's the they, it's very quick it's and it is weird where they focus ritual. they focus stuff but mike in an effort to staying with the town and having these memories went to the oldest people from the land were a native american tribe and they imparted wisdom upon him that mm-hmm. they've been dealing with the same frightening force for a very long time too and the only time they've managed to figure out that can it can punish it is through this ritual mm-hmm. and stuff but it's unclear necessarily how or why I, I, I mean, feel like it felt like a video game that part to me was like you need to go find that, your seven totems and, and that, then come back I mean, it's weird where, exposition that's where I mean where like you get a taste when they're like they, they do the thing they don't go as much as they did like I'm with you I went through the Wikipedia thing and I actually never read the book um, but from my understanding that like the it creature is a celestial being yeah. he's the evil side whereas the, there's a giant turtle flowing, floating in space which is the good side and he basically shat out or burped out the evil which is it and he landed on our planet mm-hmm. and he feeds off of fear which is really cool so I was like okay so I guess maybe if it had made a deal with these people, but they were holding on to a secret. If they know how to defeat it, that there would be something there. But it it just sort of it like you said, it's just sort of like told real quick in a flashback. And like, and this is how we do it, and we'll we'll use this thing, and we'll kill it, and that's it. We're done. The totem thing for me was just a metaphor that was like you have to deal with your childhood trauma, or you won't. This won't work. That's how I read yeah, that. It, it was like, sure, they have to go get an object, but to do that, they all the actual thing they had to do was all deal with an individual flashback that wasn't in the first movie they were all being confronted by the thing they're afraid of so that was what it was actually doing but via video game tasks that seemed silly it was weird because yeah in the movie it's a metaphorical it's a symbol right Mm -hmm. but the movie tells you it's literal yeah but then it it says it's part of a spell that will but then spoiler at the end of the movie it's metaphorical yeah Yeah. (laughs) so it is kind of a weird back and forth it didn't bother me so much because I guess it's weird because the movie begins with the reuniting, right? It's it's these people coming back together, and then but it's also a scary movie. It's scary movies aren't very scary when everyone's all together, right. yeah. And they've already established a rule that they're stronger when they're together. So well, basically, also they'll all die if they don't do this. Well, yeah, there's, yeah. Then they also put this weird time limit on it where it's like this is our last chance to kill them, otherwise you're all gonna die. And so, but. So you can't have the movie continue with them as a group, so you need to separate them again. And I think that those totems were the tool for that. The only thing that got me was as soon as the, everyone broke off to do their totems, it's like the movie reset on itself, and everyone was just walking around Derry like, oh, look at this place. That's <laughs> my bike. Oh, and yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, no, I would be running around going, have you seen my totem? Have you seen yeah. my totem? Like, like freaking out. Like, yeah. like there's no... Yeah. It, it's just a, a weird tonal shift where once they do split on their paths, it feels mm. like they reset their their urgency meters and they. Sh- I wish there was some way to carry it. Like, again, yeah. mentioned <clears throat> earlier, there's literally a sequence Maybe if they had have bought into the metaphor more because that's the thing is that yeah. didn't bother me again because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I know that what they're trying to do is just relive their childhoods, which is like experience dairy, deal with the trauma and get out. The totems don't actually matter. But yeah. you're right that in terms of pacing, if you take it literally and it sells it to you literally, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Go get yes. the goddamn totem. <laughs> yeah. Um, and th- there's a sequence where James McAvoy's character like literally is is walking down the street <laughs> and goes, hey, my bike. Yeah. And he like finds his bike in a bike store and then has an extended sequence of that, which I, I understand why it's in the movie, but I also yeah, it reads think to me like the childhood purity and excitement. Kind is the of, point, it's but. just a, it's felt like the wrong time yeah. because we had yeah. just explained how his life and everyone and all future children's lives are at stake. Yeah. And then he was like, hey, my bike. And then I was like, oh, well, maybe the bike's his totem, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. I thought it would be too. Is that not his totem? No. no. How's he going to shove it in the box? The yeah. box is too small. Oh. I forgot what his totem was. It's the, it's a, the boat. Oh, yeah, George's boat. Yeah. My actual biggest issue with the movie, aside from uh, them not having too much chemistry and the romance subplot not being a fan of that, was the end of the movie is just so many 
them seeing false things like someone's drowning in sand someone's drowning in blood then it's just all of these visual stimulants of you seeing things that aren't even actually happening mm-hmm. they're like if it was if they had just been Pennywise and had just been afraid of him I would have been like mm-hmm. at least it's a little more grounded but they just it's just so much visual bullshit they just throw on you it was mm-hmm. like okay it, it's still it's still better like I said than the TV series which is it's them in a cave and there's this spider like I'm a spider yeah, and yeah. then they take a stick and they stab it and then it goes <laughs> no and it falls down a hole and they're like we did it yeah. So I'm like, oh, cool. This this one, I was actually grateful for, like, they they did the the gambit. They, they ran everything where it's like, there's the psychological horror. There's Pennywise as a giant spider creature. And Which was awesome, like, actually. I, I thought it was actually well done. It, it looked it, really good. The, all oh, the CG money was spent I, on I yeah, making Pennywise. I like the spider head a whole red. lot. That was great. The sp- oh, yeah. It was very, very uh, the thing. Oh, the, yeah, the thing um, Very Carpenter, yeah. That um, came out of the fridge. Yeah. Yes. That stuff that. was yeah. frightening. Cool scene. Yeah, yeah. That was like, I once again adore the ending much more than the original series because that's all I have to base it on never read the book but uh, it it's still as as I'm with you Alana where it's like it's a lot of shit hitting you it's still yeah. it's still visually very appealing like, oh yeah and, oh, yeah. and well done like great yeah. great scene where the fat kid they are you know the recent the uh, previously fat kid is drowning in excess Duh. and then the girl is having uh, you know female growing up with female things drowning in blood I was like oh. Stephen King's obsessed with that he loves more periods. periods yeah he loves men's <laughs> he's yeah uh, he's uh, he, he knows he knows women yeah, yeah I, I think that. it was just a power it was that that shit was all like overwhelming to me in a way that didn't give me anything whereas everything else that it did I found satisfying as soon as my brain clicked to they have become children again and that's the only way Pennywise will because why the fuck would Pennywise give a fuck about them as adults so mentally mm-hmm. they became well, kids he wanted them to return right because they got away <laughs> yeah. wasn't that a plot point? yeah he sort of hints at it too they, they it's say, like I've been thinking about you yeah the lines in the trailer where he's like I missed you and it's like it's it's yeah it's the ones he didn't get yeah and so he like there was that it, uh, James and I were talking about this a little bit after the movie but it was like the whole theme being trauma even Pennywise is he's sort of scarred by trauma. <laughs> That's good. They abandoned him. Yeah, and he's like, like you left me, come back. And th- they're the only adults that he's ever attached himself to. Yeah, I think they're all, you know, they have that poison where if they don't kill him, they're going to die. Mm-hmm. They've been poisoned by him, and I feel like he's probably connected to them and annoyed that they left and don't remember him in the same kind of way. So I, I don't remember this part where if they didn't defeat him, they would die. Yeah, yeah so... Beverly... Had a she saw the deadlights oh, in the mm-hmm. first movie, and then so she saw the future, which basically included everyone's deaths, which was going to happen because Stanley died because one of the one of the children don't come back. Right. They, he gets the call and he goes, "Nope," and he <laughs> slits his wrists. Yeah. Um, and she knew that was going to happen because she remembered from when she right. was a girl. But she also saw deaths for everyone else hmm. when they yeah, were very young. So basically, I think it's none of us make it another twenty-seven years. Yeah. So if we don't do this, we'll all die. Which again, I think it's symbolic of the trauma of that previous event, ultimately consuming you long after, like yeah. decades after, into your adulthood if you don't confront it. But it's still like again in the movie, literally. <laughs> Yeah. was used hmm. and so yeah that was that was the time limit where Mike was like if you let him get away this time because he only hangs out for what like a couple months mm-hmm. every 27 <laughs> years mm-hmm. yeah. then then y- you will not get a chance to face this trauma and you will be consumed by it oh yeah. man when when great Bill, themes all great themes when Bill reveals that he wasn't actually sick and just didn't want to fucking play with Georgie yeah I thought yeah. that's pretty brutal but I, I mean, also it, love the part where he kills him in the he well, kills Georgie basically oh, drowns, get, but I was like that is fucking him. beautiful like yeah. the fact that you did that and you're like no it's not your fault and he was saying that to his kid self and then he <laughs> fucking kills Georgie he was just like damn dude it's the second time though the first one he's like kettle oh, yeah. through his brain yeah, true. and then uh, but it's, it's it, it is good but even if you watch the first movie the opening scene is him like, come on, you want to go play? And then he goes, he goes sorry Georgie I can't <coughs> I'm really sick <laughs> so it was like I like I just that thought he was a shitty actor. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that kid doesn't it's like, sick. It's like the first line of the movie or whatever, but mm. I'm like, ah, we paid mm. that off. That's nice. No. I mean, like, look, if he went out and played with Georgie, he would have died anyway, too. So your mm. fault, Georgie, whatever. Well, Georgie <laughs> probably wouldn't have run his dumb ass into that, <laughs> that yeah, danger really thing. Yeah. <laughs> there was that. The subplot, too, with McAvoy bugged me. Not, I don't want to just spend spoilers shitting on the movie because I, <laughs> I... I'm not shitting on it. No, I, I mean, and like I said, I... I, I think it's weaker compared to the first one, but you're I, more I, inclined to criticize something when you like it. So we're like, Absolutely. it was really good. Bummer yeah. about the things that I'm. I, with 
all my my issues with it, I'm still going to rewatch the first movie and go see the second one again. Yeah, me too. Uh, because I actually legitimately really enjoy these movies. It's not like I love, love, love it, but I, I still think it's better than 99% of the I had a ton of, of fun there. watching Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's the McAvoy like subplot, though, where he's like yelling at a child not to go near a sewer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> a bit weird. Traumatizing. I didn't have much of a skateboard. payoff. Well, also, well because he, died. he didn't listen to him. It was supposed to have a payoff, but it ultimately didn't. Matter, and it was yeah. weird because wasn't that the same kid from the Chinese restaurant that yeah. Bill Hader also yelled at? Yeah. And I was like, did they just not have enough kids? Why do you keep being <laughs> mean to this kid? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Also, yeah. subplot that I, I felt didn't really pay off was I think his name's Henry? Yes. Knife guy. I was going to talk about him. Crazy yeah. knife guy. Yeah, he seemed like he was in a different movie. Yeah. I mean, he seemed like he was from a different film I, That's entirely. how I remember the miniseries feeling, yeah. too. Yeah. There was a creepy part where it's grown up Henry. He's the kid who he gets arrested for killing his dad. And then there's a part where, like, Pennywise appears to him in the moon, and he's like, wake up, Henry, time to go. And he's like, oh, okay. And then <laughs> there's a Rottweiler dressed as a clown that then attacks what? the guard, and that's how he gets – that's all Perfect. I remember as a kid. Yeah. I remember that being like, that's so scary. But it all cul- culminates to Harry, like, jumping out of a shower and going, yeah, yeah. 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 out of a shower. And then they, like, they beat the shit out of him, mm-hmm. and it's over. Yeah. That's like, strange. And I think, it, I think it's <clears> in the miniseries it was Mike. They like stab Mike mm. in the shoulder or yeah. something, and he's in a hospital, and he's like, "Go fight it without me, sorry." And I was like, "Lucky, <laughs> that must be nice." Well, and, and at some point, he just runs and jumps in a, his Camaro with a zombie. Yeah. It's his buddy. It's Paul his old buddy. Yeah, yeah his zombie. It, yeah, it's kind of different. <laughs> I think the implication is these two were very, very strongly controlled by Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Uh, an indication that he's back in full force is that he is mm-hmm. overtaking these two shitty, weak dudes again. Well, his but, but one of them's dead. Well, yeah. Henry, so he, like, reanimated a body? To be there. <laughs> Henry saw his friend get sucked into the uh, the deadlights, right? That's what it was? What? I don't know that he did. I'm, I'm Once again, well, I'm remembering the miniseries the more than... friends no. died, but I don't think... Henry doesn't see no, the no, deadlights. No, no. Remember the dude gets sucked in and his legs and his head get... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, <laughs> that, that, that's not in the movie. It wasn't? No. Okay. The gotcha. movie versions, Henry is a little weird. It's kind of like almost a relic of trying to be true to the book. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't... He's just kind of like, is this kid? He's a bully, yeah. obviously. He's a psycho. And, but then the only real confrontation he has with the kids is he like gets a stone thrown at him and then is like really sad about it. And then his dad calls him an asshole for using his gun. And then he finds he Pennywise sends him a knife, and then from that point on, he's just like tranced. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it was weird. It's his 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 story is not is fully fleshed I'm out. And maybe it is just that just to be <laughs> known to the books. It, what happened? To it is Man. it is all worth it though for him stabbing Eddie. Yeah, yeah. He stabs Eddie in the face, and Eddie's like. <laughs> what did you do? And then just like slowly backs up. Yeah, it's like it's. Well, it, that whole it also probably fun. has the funniest part in the movie. When Bill Hader puts the axe in the back of Henry's head, and then he goes, "It's a dagger." <laughs> yeah, he goes to try and make a funny quit, <laughs> like just, he always. We does. were just watching the the trailer for the first movie, and again, I'm like, first movie was a lot scarier. Second movie's just really funny. <laughs> like I just, yeah. I laughed more than I was afraid, well, which I don't count as a criticism. So well, were you like, sobbing in this movie? The no. people behind no. us yeah, were, but like, they were, they were like shit. excessively they were, hardcore Pennywise they were fans. Dressed at, one of them was dressed as Biggest yeah. fans on Earth and us. There was a uh, quiz, <laughs> a really strange, <laughs> a really strange <laughs> quiz about before that were yeah. only just questions about the Dates. birthdays, and they demand these. <laughs> they got all of them. They were constantly raising their hand to try and win Pennywise pop. Yeah, basically, had super fans behind us crying, and there were like yeah. moments in the film that I found touching, but nothing that would have yeah. made me cry. It was mostly just like. I keep saying the word fun. It was entertaining. It was fun. It was a, yeah. a fast ride. It didn't ride. seem like it was three hours long. Not at all. No. Um, with with flaws, but it, I really enjoyed it. It, just, it felt like it was following a template because mm-hmm. everyone goes off and they go f- to find their horcrux. And, and it, it follows the template of like memory, scary, gone. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was always it. Yeah. But they it had was, to fight through the scary was part of it. Kind of. But each of them had to like the, get through it. You know the only one that really wasn't like that was Ben. Because oh, ben. ben just goes to the school yeah, and then remembers when he was scared as a kid. Mm. Wait, which is like different than the other I thought other he was scared as adult, an adult too, like he's being chased or something. No. Well, it's all, they're always a little bit of both, but what, I don't remember how he gets out of the school. He just leaves. It, like, it, like, it, he goes and he sees the That's room right. and he goes, oh yeah, I remember that time when I was a kid and I got scared. Yeah. Well, because I think, yeah, his was 
to do with nobody liking him and feeling like nobody cared about him and then Beverly says something mean to him and it mm. was like just that was just a fake trauma obviously she liked him no, but yeah. you're right he just, just kind of does run away from Pennywise and then it just cuts back to him but then it's a him as a kid hides in a locker gets one last scare comes out of the locker and then it just cuts to adult him going I do remember that being scary <laughs> yeah. but like everyone else is he lost weight though so he's fine he got hot oh yeah. I remember the worst it. thing about this movie oh. <laughs> the worst yeah Richie goes to an arcade and there's Mortal Kombat <laughs> Street Fighter no, he plays Street Fighter. There's also Mortal Kombat. Yep. And I'm like, what the fuck is Mortal Kombat doing in 1989? Get out of here with that garbage. Canceled. Trash. Fire the production designer. <laughs> well, they were probably like, it's a Warner Brothers studio thing. Hey, Pop Warner were. Brothers. And they were like, hey, we own this. Yeah. yeah. Get it the fuck out of here. It doesn't make sense there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that Richie dealt with it as well. I know his was a lot of people staring at him, which I assumed was a a throw to the stand-up stuff as well because it was really there was a shot of just people staring at him and not doing anything and not mm -hmm. laughing which is very similar to what he had had earlier when he froze on stage so it was just mm -hmm. like a lot of things yeah. that I felt were like smart well he was like infatuated with a kid and then he gets they, everyone's you know much more the homophobic the statue turns to life again a thing you would have been scared of as a kid that you wouldn't be scared of as an adult yeah mm -hmm. oh you big Paul Bunyan yeah yeah mm -hmm. but, and that, but that was like Paul Bunyan I, I don't remember wasn't Paul Bunyan part of his kid fear because the kid, his kids, he's I think he you're gets confusing the miniseries again. No, no, no. <laughs> he the, he comes out of the arcade after having a confrontation, mm -hmm. and then he goes and he sits on the bench and he notices the Paul Bunyan statue is gone, and then it tries to kill him, hmm. and then he 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 goes oh, and he almost dies, and then then it cuts to adult him going oh, I remember that, but then he then has a vision of Paul. Pennywise sitting on Paul Bunyan and then being confronted by Pennywise and then the people not I think laughing. you're right. So, yeah. but I mean, it still works. I'm just saying the only weird one was Ben yeah. because Ben was just went to the school and was like, oh, oh I found my note. Ben's yeah. trauma was that he was fat, he got hot, he's fine. The best part <laughs> Look how hot he is. My favorite rich. part of the whole movie <laughs> was when uh, Ben is, there's a point where Ben is trapped somewhere and then Pennywise lifts open a thing and he goes, you can do all those sit-ups but you're still just a fat kid inside. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I want a gif of it sent so, to Blaine. Yeah, I know. I was just, you said that and I was like, that's absolutely Blaine. Uh, <laughs> so one of my favorite parts of the movie we haven't talked about was when they were at the Chinese restaurant. Mm -hmm. All the fortune cookies start yeah. to burst different little mm -hmm. monsters. Yeah. And I, the CG was a little bit dodgy but uh, the concept of all these little uh, fortune cookies mm -hmm. cracking different creepy monsters was really neat. It was grotesque. Um, Adam and I, along with Elise and Omar, went oh, yeah. to a pop-up It 2 experience in mm. uh, Hollywood, oh, which is basically a parking lot that they <laughs> filled with a, a haunted house promoting the movie It. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. And one of the rooms was the ch Chinese restaurant, mm -hmm. yeah. which is funny. I mean, obviously, you know it's going to be scary, but when you walk into it, you're like, oh, Chinese restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, gather around. And then, and then, and then there's like a like on rails rat or whatever that goes <laughs> back and forth yeah. they do. I, was, I was like I can't wait to see how they do this one winged bat and yeah, eyeball crawling the eyeball. across here yeah. and it was a rat it, I think it was one of those things too where they're like hey uh, we're doing this promotion can we get some footage of the movie like absolutely not yeah. you can use stuff from the trailer you've seen the trailer like yeah. that because <laughs> they do the part where you go in the room they're like like, are you still his little girl too? And then a guy in like a, a bodysuit that's not really the the woman runs at you and then just yeah. goes back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, Is there's there a part where you get covered in period blood? I wish. Mm -hmm. No. I didn't it's do not much a real period Stephen King experience yeah. if that doesn't happen. <laughs> well, it, yeah. it, I don't know if there's like ever... under bleachers too. Like there's yeah. a bunch of scenes from the movie, oh, but none of them are the way a, they play out. Yeah. There was no Pennywise? Kind of. Kind yeah, of. A, a guy in a Pennywise suit kind of comes out and just kind of goes, ah, yeah. <laughs> boo, and then yeah. leaves. And then he, he goes behind, he went behind a, a, a like a transparent wall and started flossing. He was having, a, yeah, I was having, I had fun. It was good. It was like, I don't know if you've ever been to a haunted house. Yeah. It's just people with pieces, with wood blocks he, hitting he, shit. Yeah. He's Amish. Of course he's been to a haunted house. It's never. five year old man. I, talking to the audience. <laughs> like any modern, the, there's also the really weird haunted houses that I, I have friends who've gone to where you have to sign a waiver where they're like allowed to punch you and shit. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I've never been to that. Blackout, yeah. I'm, I yeah. always wanted There's to. a place called McKamey Manor that I did a, a YouTube dive on for like seven hours one time where you have to sign a waiver and they mm. only like select really specific people and they waterboard you supposedly. Oh what? yeah. That's oh yeah, I've seen that too. It's Was that on some dark place? 
show. There's like a show on Netflix. I don't know, maybe Sky. Uh, it's very specific, and yeah, they yeah. don't let any filming. Yeah, but yeah. It's, I got, it looks I got so tied into up. a chair one time, but that was as far as they went. Mm. And they were like, "You're our, you're our victim," and you have to say that. I'm like, you "This got it. wasn't that. It yeah. had a little yeah. mouse that went." <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it was funny because we're all like, "I know the whole the whole thing was set up there." It was like, "Go see it," you know. Yeah, it was it? We had and, already seen and it. And we're like, "I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I I feel like I I've lived it now. Yeah, it's good." Uh, was there mirrors? Was there a mirror room? There should have been a mirror room. Yeah. I think there, there was. was. I, li- I liked that movie. scene. I thought that was smart. There was just a lot of like very interesting visual stuff, even though I did feel like at some point it was too much and not mm-hmm. enough substance. But True. More Pennywise. There, my there only, my only complaint. Pennywise. More Pennywise. There yeah, was a really rad shot towards the end when they're beating up Pennywise, and he's got like this hole in his head that's full mm-hmm. of teeth. And his three lights are kind oh, of hovering yeah. behind him. It, I, it just looked like something from a metal. Th- there was album like there cover. was a lot of thought really put cool. into like how the dead lights worked and how it filtered through the back of his. Uh, There's a lot of cool yeah. visuals. Final boss Pennywise is dope. Yeah, yeah <laughs> very, very cool. It looked like a Dark Souls boss. It really did. The the pursuit and how again it makes them so small in comparison. They look like children. It's mm-hmm. just like. I was very but, on board with the theme of but childhood just that final shot of Pennywise, like I felt bad for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he has little baby hands, he's like, no, don't kick my heart. I felt bad for him a lot. <laughs> I felt too. bad for him when the little girl was like, mm, I don't know. And he's like, nobody wants to play with me. Mm-hmm. And then he, then he bites her face off. Yeah. Poor, poor I, I, like I said, I would be totally down for a, uh, a spinoff series of like... Pennywise in like, history? I would just call it Dairy. And mm-hmm. it would be like the history of dairy, Please and don't do this. I, I, I'd do this. be okay well, with it's that. Gonna ha- I mean, the last movie made a fuck ton of money. Yeah. If this one makes anywhere close to that, they're gonna try and spin you it off or prequel I would, it. I would, I would, I'd love to see no I, less than eight seasons of a show called Dairy. Here's the thing: some Warner executive. Let me let me set it up. For you. Like fun. So, what? So the town of Dairy. Yeah, they no own it now. You said it on well, a so podcast. No one will on settle in this town of Dairy. Pennywise has been living here for thousands of years. No, you don't need to pitch it. No, here's the thing: no one could live there until one day the circus comes into town <gasps> and this creature realizes oh people love clowns and anyway Dan what was your favorite part of the film <laughs> no I want to I like the pitch Damn it. Yeah. it's gonna happen it's really gonna happen except that, except that what Adam's pitching is a creative take what an executive is gonna come up with is well we did a survey and the only characters names that anyone knows are Pennywise and Darren. Oh. So we're gonna we're gonna have Pennywise. Pennywise is now the hero, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's gonna be Pennywise fighting against other ghouls and stuff. It's a New. prequel to Pennywise. <laughs> I, I, just, I think it's made too much money for modern studios to. I know, and, and I know people want you know seven no. parts of stuff. So yeah, exactly. I don't feel like you can make an it chapter three though. Sure, you like can. they can't. Chapter like, zero. They're just gonna go. I Year mean, one. They're just gonna go find <laughs> others. Stephen King is his own MCU. It's so true. The yeah. good thing about it is they're just Except gonna Dark go. Oh, okay. Field. I guess Stephen King movies make X amount of dollars. The the lines that you draw <laughs> into correlation is are always hilarious. Yeah. But they'll be like, oh, it too is really successful. So that means if we get a completely different director, completely different creative team, and choose a completely different book, it'll be just as successful. <laughs> <laughs> so they keep trying that. I was not around when you guys talked about cha- uh, It Chapter One, mm-hmm. but the girl that played young Beverly, Sophia Lillis, I think, is really a standout for me. I don't I don't know if about you guys, but I thought she was better than Jessica Chastain was as the grown-up Settle version down, of herself. Listen, boom. I thought there yeah, was some fucking weird <laughs> camera choices. I just thought she was spectacular. I don't know. The She's weird camera places. choices on Girl Beverly where they like just kept panning on the 12-year-old while yeah. she was in the sun, but it was trying to give uh, you the gaze of her male friends and how they felt about her, but it was still like, that's, she's a child. That's a bit weird. And it's like, she's a woman, she okay? is now. according to the film. <laughs> she has her period, I'm Stephen King. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, once again, haven't read the book, read the wiki. Oh, they love stuff all out. Bangers, yeah, right? there, there's say. the part where they didn't run the train on her, so that's good. They did not all have sex with her to get out of the cave. That is a yeah. good point. We're stuck in the cave, how do we get out? Everybody just girl. I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> it says with his eyes starting left and right. I, I think Pennywise is like too much. For the me. point is no, that it brings them, them it brings them all together. It makes yeah. them bond. But mm. like it gives you her internal monologue while it's happening, and she'll she'll be like, "Oh, he's too big for me. Mm. This one is quite large." You're like, "You're twelve. Please make it stop." Dear God, yeah, I, I thought so it was awful. also like it was for them to overcome their innocence or something like that. Yeah, I it think was, that too. They break they, that is their journey into adulthood, and it's it's uh, man. But how does that get them out of the hole? That's, uh, that's it, they're almost Stephen about King. to give up because they're lost, but then that gives them the fortitude to press on. Okay. 
It brings them together. Bonding. Yeah. Adulthood. Mm-hmm. Et cetera, et cetera. All aboard the Beverly <laughs> Express. Yeah. My, I think my, she is fin- great, my final thoughts. Yeah, she, yeah she's great. Um, final thoughts on this movie are, are that I think it was definitely a harder harder to stick this landing than it was to stick the first one. The first one, as far as, far as I'm concerned, is impeccable. I, I bought it Agreed. as soon as I saw it, and I've watched it probably four or five times and <laughs> thoroughly enjoy seeing it and sharing it with people. I think the second one I will watch again. I'm not going to rush out and buy it, but I, I think it was a harder a harder film to make. Mm-hmm. And I think I still think it's really good. Anytime you can make something that's almost three hours and you're not wanting to kill yourself. It's like an yeah. I remember a lot of people were a little skeptical, including myself, when they first showed Pennywise. Like, oh, no. Like, you have to live with the Tim Curry one, which is so <laughs> hard to do. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, Skarsgård's so great. He owns it. He's a new he Pennywise. I love him as Pennywise. Yeah, I think my, my summary would be I loved it. Uh, I'm... I feel like there are a lot more flaws than there were in chapter one, but I can excuse most of them because it's such a fun ride. Mm-hmm. I also, en- also enjoyed the ride, just kind of bored by too much of, hey, we have to remember what happened to us, mm-hmm. which yeah. is it's an easier thing maybe to sell in a book that these children have forgotten. It's a harder thing to visualize that all these people don't have memories now of something that happened to them. There, there was one so, shot that stood out to me where I'm almost positive they were on a green screen. And sure. they're, they're when they're out in the woods, and hmm. I was like, ooh. Oh yeah. Ooh, that's rough. That's a rough one. There's it a probably of... won't age that well, unfortunately. Or yeah. maybe intentionally, so they can be like, but it aged bad. We need Ma- to make another one. Anyway, <laughs> I would love to see a fan edit or something like it where you cut the two movies together uh, and uh, you can mm-hmm. you can do it with some of the the repetitious sort of stuff, or you can do it, you could do it a little more stylistically or something where they they don't look like flesh children. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> pitching all your good ideas publicly. You could do that yourself. And make the no director said he's already it. doing it. He's yeah. got one like yeah, in his it's, van. It's happening. So wait, he's making a cut of both movies in one. Well, so yeah. quote: the possibilities are open. There's a version where the two movies are cut together. Mm-hmm. There's a version where there's a special director's cut of number one and a special director's cut of number two. And I'm happy to basically work on every one of them. Excellent. I like money. He says until his <laughs> next gig comes through, <laughs> which may be the flash. Maybe yeah. the flash. Look, if he's, the flash, he's rumored to be attached to a flash. If, movie. if he doesn't do it, Topher Grace will. <laughs> Thanks, Topher. Yeah. Are we restarting the Flash, or, or do we have to consider? I think that it's still Ezra Miller. Really? Ew. I mean, I'm fine with that. He was fine, really? but I, I, is I he still really. pushing that that truck full of Russian family <laughs> people? Still, them home. still to this day, <laughs> that was a subplot. Thank you for the reminder. Thanks, Joss. <laughs> Was it or just a joke? I don't know. That was all Joss Whedon. There was one. There was a thread getting off topic, but there was a great thread that said someone. I guess someone who worked in special effects, like visual effects, was like, "Here's the stuff that Joss Whedon added, and here's the stuff that was in it originally, and what was supposed to be there, and all that garbage was, I guess, Joss Whedon trying to add levity to the film. (laughs) It's terrible. Joy. All right, Adam, let's hear more about your spinoff of It. Oh, okay. So the caravan pulls up, and there's the little girl, and you go, "Oh, that's the one from It too." And Wait, she goes, what little girlfriend? And her, and, no, well, you meet her dad, and it's played by uh, Mr. Skarsgård. And then you realize it takes his takes on his persona. Uh, and, like, he, like, it? learns from him how to I be a See, you're going the wrong way. Again, it is it is the hero because they did uh, the yeah, survey. We, we get it Jr., so, where uh, he's, yeah. like, an anti-hero. It starts, it starts with that caravan pulling up, and he's a good man. Okay. He just wants to do the right thing okay. and protect his town. You know, the guy in the caravan in, is not it. It he, takes his form. He goes into this tu- tunnel and oh. finds it. And he's like, ah! Okay. And then he go, he's like, ah, it's so hot. And he gets into a lobster a tank. Okay. He's like, ah, it's way better. <laughs> so, but he's, it's, so eventually, yes. <laughs> At a point shortly after this show is canceled, we will get into mm-hmm. it becoming a villain. But for the sake of this show, mm-hmm. Pennywise is the hero. And there's another li- – there's a – Yes. What we didn't know was one. there were two Pennywises yeah. that fell. Penny dumb. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, uh, thanks for coming around uh, listening to us this week. We'll see you guys again next week. I guess in the comments, let us know what you think a sequel or spinoff or prequel for It should be. Um, anything turtle. else, guys? No, we'll yeah, see you in season 12 God. Dairy. I just want to maintain it was really funny. Everyone did a great job of reacting even to spooky things in a way that was funny. It was a good comedy, and I didn't expect that. <laughs> good comedy. Fair mm-hmm. All right. Bye, everybody. Enjoy Bye. the film.